out there, to everyone in the universe and anyone who is listening, my name is Merritt, and I am the pretzels half of Pretzels and Organs. Um, these podcasts are co-hosted by myself and one of my best friends, Lily. She's the organs half. I am pretzels. Uh, together, we have some sort of semblance of a brain cell. Um, on my very first episode today, I will be discussing pins, instruments, and the art of being punk rock. Um, an art that I am very passionate about. Firstly, ladies, gentlemen, and those who know better, one might define me as a connoisseur of trash, a collector of crap, a general, hmm, cluttered individual. Um, if you've never felt the urge from your inner magpie to collect shiny things, I really feel like you're missing out. I have been collecting pens since I was like 12, and, um... My collection started, really, because of my grandmother, who passed when I was nine. I inherited quite a few pens from her, and I guess that just started my urge to collect them. Um, I have pens from pretty much everywhere that I've been. I have pens from friends. I, um, actually, um... I will describe to you some of my favorite pens. My most, um, my most new addition to my collection is this pen that I have of, um, Vincent Van Gogh. And, you know, I feel like people know things about Van Gogh. You know, his yellow period, his, um, descent into madness. Um, I have a pen of him, and it's this really nice cartoon drawing of his face, but the funny thing is not the pen, it is the fact that it is a pen set, and one pen is his face, and the other pen is his ear. Yeah, the, uh, that very ear that he chopped off and then presented to his fiance. which personally, if, um, if I was ever gonna get married, and my partner gave me an ear in a box, I I think I'd still marry them. Like, way better than any ring. You you grew that ear yourself. You made it specifically for me. It was made by you for me in your... I... Please nobody chop off your ear and give it to me. I'd freak out. But I just, I think the thought's nice. Um, please nobody chop off your ear. Okay. My collection. I have well over 45 pens, which, you know, for people that are professional collectors or whatever, probably not that much. But for me, a 17-year-old, I feel like that's a lot. So, other than my Van Gogh pen, I have maybe three from the Honolulu Hard Rock Cafe. And that is because um, my school went there. For spring break, um, I'm in a jazz band. I play the saxophone. I'll talk about that in just a minute, the saxophone. But I play the saxophone in a jazz band at school. And my jazz band played at the Honolulu Hard Rock, which was really cool. I genuinely love music, and I love playing the saxophone. I love jazz. 
Um, I've never really felt like a performer before, like an actual, like, artist, right? I just feel like it's wrong to claim a title that you don't have, and I don't feel like I'm an artist. Like, I understand imposter syndrome, but, like, imposter syndrome. So, we played at the Honolulu Hard Rock, and it was so cool. Um, let's see what other pins do I have. I have a couple from the, uh, Space Museum in, uh, in California. My dad and I, over the summer, went to L.A. for a couple days, and we looked around at colleges because I'm graduating in a couple years. Actually, you know what? Less than a couple years. Oh my god. Anyway, so we went, and you, the thing is, you had to buy, like, extra tickets to get in to see the space shuttle, but also, if you walk in a door while everyone else is walking out of a door, you can get into places. Not that I am advocating breaking rules, but also capitalism. So, don't break rules, be good, but also, sneak in places. I mean, haha, what? Don't commit crimes. So, my dad and I definitely legally got in to see the space shuttle and definitely bought the tickets. And the space shuttle was so cool. When I was really little, like every little boy, I really wanted to be an astronaut. I wanted to actually be a fighter pilot first, but then I wanted to be an astronaut because I decided space was better than flying around in like an F-15 at Mach 12. Which, um, space, terrifying, super beautiful, but so, so scary. And I'm a coward. That's the T. Um, I have several Star Wars pins, just because I like Star Wars. Um, I actually like Star Trek more, but Star Trek doesn't have any cool pins. Yes, all of you Star Wars fans can fight me. Please at me. Um, I will cry. I'll do it. I have, um, so one of my favorite pens is actually this rat on a skateboard that I got from Zoomies. I think that's how you pronounce that brand. Z-U-M-I-E-Z. It's a really cool pen. It's this rat on a skateboard. It reminds me, it reminds me of one of my friends. Um, one of my best friends. We... I've been calling him a rat for over a year, and now, like, everyone else has started calling him a rat. Like, all of the freshmen call him a rat, and even other, like, even non-freshmen. Like, everyone calls him a rat, and it's become part of his brand, and yeah, it's been good for him being called a rat. Call your friends rats, kids. It's cool. Um, <coughs> other favorites include... The two that I got from my grandmother, they're both 96 Atlanta Olympics pins. One of them is, like, the picture of the Atlanta skyline. And then the other one is a Atlanta Olympics and also Coke pin. It's, like, a little combo. It's super ugly, but I love it. Um, then other pins... I have, I have one pin that looks like my dog. She is a Sky Terrier. If you don't know what a Sky Terrier is, 
you really should find out. They're adorable. They look like corgis, except they have more fur. Um, they're terriers, which I could do a whole episode on the breeds of dogs and, like, personality types. In fact, I might. Um, let's see. I have several pins from Japan because the summer before freshman year of high school, I went to Japan with my family for, like, two weeks. Um, we didn't go on a bullet train, and, but, and I was upset about that. But I have a bullet train pin, and it's really cool. It's got a nice aesthetic. It's white with the train, and then Japan's in blue letters, and there's a red circle, and then a white outline. It's really nice. Hmm. Then I have, and then I have another Hawaii Hard Rock pen. Those are all my favorites. Um, I have a little star that says human disaster, because I'm a human disaster. If you know me, you know. You already know. Okay. So, pins, collecting things, being able to, like, hold your collection in your hand really satisfies your inner magpie. But if you're not into magpies, if you're not into birds, I can understand that. I, too, have read Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven. I, too, have read it. But my my favorite pens of the moment are definitely my Van Gogh pen and my um, Hawaii Hard Rock pen. Now, since we're on the topic of Hard Rock, I feel like this is a nice segue into my next topic, instruments. Now, as I mentioned before, I play the saxophone in my school's jazz band. I've been playing the saxophone for, hmm, I want to say five, getting closer to six years. I've been playing the saxophone for a long time, kids. Um, I specifically play the baritone saxophone, which you can Google, but I'll describe it anyway. It's like, um... like a regular saxophone but then make it longer and add a loop up at the top um so i'm in a jazz band i'm also in a regular concert band which i love playing my instrument i love jazz i love music um so the instruments that i can play are obviously the saxophone I'm getting kind of mediocre at the ukulele. Um, (laughs) Okay, I got a ukulele on my school's trip, and it looks like a pineapple, and it's one of the funniest things I've ever bought. And I like to sit in my room and play it whenever I am sad, because it makes me happy. Um, I used to play the violin, but I gave that up because I was four. (laughs) Okay, I played the violin from ages four to six, and apparently I was good at it. But I really have no idea because that's from my parents. And you know how parents are. So, aside from playing instruments, I also really appreciate instruments. I am a big lover of classical music. Classical music slaps so hard. And it has no reason to do that. I don't know if you have heard In the Hall of the Mountain King. Oh my god. Greg went off. Okay, all of my wigs snatched immediately. I love classical music. 
there's something about just sitting there and letting the music wash over you. It's it's an experience. It's something that everyone needs to have. I get chills from um from the violins in the first three minutes of um the winter movement of Vivaldi's Four Seasons. The first three minutes of Vivaldi's Four Seasons, the winter movement specifically, the violins. Oh my god, y'all, you're missing out if your ears have not been blessed with the sweet, sweet trembling of those strings. Um, I really could talk for hours about how much I love Vivaldi. I also really appreciate Debussy, Debussy's La Mer. It's kind of long, it's like 40 minutes, but it's worth it. Um, let's also Tchaikovsky. I recommend Tchaikovsky very strongly. He wrote The Nutcracker. Well, he didn't, I don't actually know if he wrote The the Nutcracker or if he just did the music. But all of the music in The Nutcracker is by Tchaikovsky, and it's a ballet, which is, you know, 90% music. Specifically, out of the Nutcracker, Podida. That's it's very good. It's very very good. It's only like seven minutes. Very manageable. Um, less manageable, however, is Tchaikovsky's Waltz of the Flowers. It is closer to fifteen, maybe ten minutes. It's kind of long, but it's so so good. It is amazing. The it's only what can be described. It's lilting. It's amazing. I, um, one of my favorite things to do is sit, um, outside and listen to music and just, like, uh, it's so, it just, it puts you in this other state of mind. And it's amazing. Um, other than classical music, I do also really love musicals. Yes, this just in, me, a gay man, likes musicals. Um, my favorite musicals of the moment are Falsettos, Les Mis, and The Book of Mormon. Now, um, Falsettos is about this um, gay guy named Marvin in the early 80s, right? The first act is in, like... I want to say 1978, and then the second act is in like 81 or 82, but they're two years apart. Um, it's about this guy named Marvin, and he breaks up with his wife, and he leaves his kid for this guy named Wizard. And pretty much the whole plot of the musical is Marvin trying to reconcile with his wife, because he still loves his wife and his kid. But he just, he loves Wizard. And he wants to be with Wizard. And there's also this really fun psychiatrist named Mendel. And there's the uh, the lesbians next door. Cordelia and Charlotte. Love them. Um, I don't want to spoil the musical for you. But you should definitely give it a listen. It's on Spotify. You should do that after you finish listening to me. Um, Les Mis. I feel like everyone knows... At least something about Les Mis. It's written by Victor Hugo. It's this huge, thick book. 
but is also a musical. The musical is amazing. My favorite song from Les Mis is definitely On My Own. It's the song where Eponine is by herself and she realizes that Mar- that Marius will never love her the way that she loves him. It's very sad, very melancholy. I'm into it. I'm feeling it. Eponine, I'm feeling it. Um, I also really like the scene where um, Jean Valjean, the main character Jean Valjean, I really like the scene where um, Jean Valjean has um, Javert, and then, like, okay, if you've seen it, you know what I mean, but I don't want to spoil it, so I'm going to pretend like I didn't say that. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. And anyway, my third favorite musical currently is the Book of Mormon. The Book of Mormon premiered like I wanna say twenty fifteen. I really don't know. I probably should have Googled that. But um when it was on its Broadway one Broadway run, he <laughs> it starred Andrew Reynolds and Josh Gad. And it's pretty much these two Mormon guys and they go to Africa and they end up getting in a fight with this warlord. Um <laughs> Which, okay, it's exactly as funny as it sounds. They get in a fight with this warlord, and um, I'm not actually going to detail it anymore, because I feel like it will spoil it. Now, um, my last topic for today, ladies and gentlemen, is the art of being punk rock. Now, This is an art that I don't really specifically feel like I'm good at, but I'm very passionate about it, right? And, I mean, I'm a firm believer that even if you're not good at stuff, you should still, like, do it if you like it. And, I don't know, I feel like everything about being punk rock is cool. So, like, I don't know what it literally means to be punk rock. Like, I don't know if it's, like, pins and patches, like, fishnets, being, like, gothic or whatever, being an anarchist and wanting to take your booted foot and smash capitalist society in the face. Like, I don't I don't really know what it, like, means for each person, but, you know, what it means for me, at least personally, like, the most punk rock that I've ever felt is the time that I bled in a DSW. Now, this is obviously not sponsored, right? But, um, DSW, if you would like to sponsor me, please... Um, now, I'm aware that we've just met, but I feel like it's important that you know that I'm a fool, okay? I am Boo-Boo the Fool. Boo-Boo the Fool is me. When I look in the mirror, I see a clown face, okay? I am a professional court jester, if you will. I wear my fancy jester hat with pride. Today, my friends, I bled in a DSW. Not sponsored. Let me set the scene for you. Me and two other friends walk into this DSW. The up escalator is not working. One of my friends, jokingly, jokingly, mind you, as a joke, in jest, he says, We could just go up the down escalator. Now, this is where it matters that you know that I am a fool. As a fool, I felt it was my duty, nay, my spiritual calling, to either go up this down escalator or die trying. Now you can guess how it turned out, considering the fact that I'm talking about bleeding in the store. But I, r- I really had to go for it here. Now, um, I've gone up, down escalators before. I'm fully capable. It's something I can do. 
sometimes, kids, you're Sisyphus, and other times you are that boulder. Today I was the boulder. I was almost at the top, then I went down hard. I, um, if you got a blood thing, trigger warning. But, like, there are holes in my skin. <laughs> like, it was gross. Um, I didn't realize I was bleeding until we were already in the store. Which, you know, I don't know if you've ever been in a DSW, but it's like, it's a big shoe store, right? Like, there's only shoes in there, and there's, like, rows of shoes. It's not an ideal place to realize that you're bleeding. Especially not when you weren't even the one that realized you were bleeding. One of my friends realized that I was bleeding. He looked down at my leg and was like, oh my god, Merritt, you're bleeding. And I was like, what? And I looked, and there was blood all over my jeans. And, like, they were already ripped jeans because I'm a hip uh, 2019 teen. I'm a teenager. I wear ripped jeans. Uh, And there was blood all over my jeans. And um, this is the punk rock part. The punk rock part was not the fact that I was bleeding, which in and of itself is not super punk rock. The punk rock part was I didn't freak out. I kept myself together for the entire, like, 30 to 45 minutes that it took my other friend to find and buy shoes. I was walking around, bleeding, perfectly fine and calm. And, um, that is the most punk rock I've ever felt. Now, um, I... I'm going to end this here, but i got to turn my phone back on. Well, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, it has been a day for me, and it is time that I say adieu. Um, You've met both of the hosts now. You've met Lily and myself. Um, It's been a wild ride. Hello, Internet. Uh, This is us. We're nice. Please be nice to us. Um, Hang loose and be merry. Peace.